Well tonight, we're gonna have a pizza party Pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party Welcome to another episode of Gimme Pizza, a Mary Kate and Ashley podcast. I'm your host, Amity Hansen, and on this week's episode, I have Troy McKeady back on the show, host of Dunzo, former guest. I mean, all around great guy, all around joy to have on the show. We watched Beastly, Mary Kate Olsen's last feature film. I mean, her last role as an actress. So... Enjoy the show. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Um, You can find merch on the Etsy store. Link in the bio. It'll also be in the show notes. And that's all we really have for you today. Um, It's Friday, October 23rd. I will be doing a live stream of Gimme Pizza with the Torch Theater's Ghost Fest. It is my old improv theater. They're doing a virtual Ghost Fest this year. And I will be doing a live show with Ross Brunetti, Wokeful House. He's been on many times and we will be doing a special Halloween episode. So that'll be a lot of fun. And I'm sorry, but the the, the podcast is going to be uh, every other week as far as I'm concerned, um, at least for a while until I get settled into my new place and line up more guests. I guess. I've been super slammed, so sorry about that. But I know all of you loyal listeners are very understanding. Um, But not to make this intro so much longer. um, Yeah, that's all I really have for you today. So enjoy my talk with Troy. Okay, so how are you? Troy, back on Give Me Pizza. Thank you for coming back for a very witchy episode in honor of Halloween. Of course. It's, first of all, an honor. I'm very, very, very excited. I missed the sound of your voice. Oh, I missed the sound of your voice. (laughs) I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm okay. I've been moving this week, so I'm, like, so scrambled. And I finally have a job, so I'm, like, exhausted all the time. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, except I do miss, I miss unemployment a little bit sometimes I know it's like you don't want to be unemployed when you are but then when you're not you're like fuck I know exactly it's like you really don't know what you have until I want like I just want like to be able to be unemployed for like a month and then work a month and then be unemployed for a month that would be the ideal schedule oh my god a dream also like I feel like when I'm like whenever I'm unemployed I don't do anything and then when I'm when I'm working I'm like fuck like I guess it's nice to have a job, but like, it would have been cool if I'd done something, I don't know, like maybe got fucking abs or something while I was on a board. (laughs) That's how I feel. I'm like, wait, I had all this time and I didn't do shit. Yeah. Like that's, that's the worst part of it. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's what I'm up to. I'm just like, now that I have, I have like, I've been moving, I have a job. Now I feel really busy as opposed to the months and months that I was like had nothing but time on my hands and I just sat on my butt all day long. <laughs> That's a good feeling though. Being busy helps you be less depressed and less yes. all the things, you know, it's like, it's like good for your mind to have shit to do, you know? Yeah. Yes. And I'm not constantly just like in my head about uh, things and people that hurt my feelings. Which exactly. <laughs> like the world, like the world and the air the turning ent- on us. <laughs> 
truly, truly. Um, okay, Beastly. Pretty sure that movie gave my computer a virus. Just well, I also like clicked a download link when I was oh, watching. Oh no, you clicked a download link. <laughs> I was like, oh, my computer needs Flash. I guess. Oh, <laughs> so I immediately deleted it. I immediately deleted it and then cleared my trash can. Okay, good. The thing that you have to go through between two to three pop-ups per like opening of the web page, if that makes yeah. sense. So you've got yeah. three pop-ups to go through. Mm-hmm. And then once you get through the three pop-ups, you have access. Yeah. And then like if you click something weird, like you'll have to do the pop-ups again. It's like yeah. a, it's 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 a sick Rubik's Cube. It is, but I was I was very impressed by the quality of the video. Yeah, I know. I mean, that that website is amazing. I watch so many things on it and I like it because I have an Apple TV and I can cast it to from my phone or whatever to my TV. And it's, you know, it's perfect quality. Like, it's good. Yeah, it was it was I was impressed. But the <laughs> yeah. movie, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <sighs> God. This beastly it. There's a reason that. Nobody's really heard of it. You know, I I will tell you that I have never seen it. I had never seen it up until today. And um, listen, let's, uh, to be positive, I thought the movie started off pretty decent. I don't think it yeah. really it's like terrible up until she's like captive in his house. Yeah, that was so weird. Like it's, this, the, I, I, even though when this movie came out, it's, it came out in 2009. I don't yeah. even know. I, yeah, 2009. No, it was 2011. What? It, like, this movie came out in feels, 2011? It was released in on March 4th, 2011. Okay, well, they must have filmed it in 2009 because it's very MySpace heavy. Yes, it is very MySpace heavy. It's like the whole movie like revolves around everybody's like bl- like vlogs on MySpace. I know, yeah, and it... There was, it was, there was just so much like just high school vibes. It really like brought me back to being in high school. And then when I was watching it, I was like, okay, yeah. I think when I was like a sophomore in high school, I would have really liked this movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, 2011, I was 20, 20 years old when this came out. That's shocking to me. I never saw it in theaters and I was a huge, I was standing MKA hard in 2011 yeah this would have been like a real like sort of prime year for her because I remember when this movie came out like it felt like this was going to be what she does you know it was like oh cool like she has a movie out by herself and you know she had done like weeds and stuff and I was like okay cool like this is going to be her like her career path well she'll do you know, movies where she basically dresses up like a fantasy version of herself mm-hmm. <laughs> in movies. Right. And I'm okay with that. I really wanted more of Mary Kate in this movie. Yeah. She was only in a few scenes. Um, she, his, you know, and I don't like saying this, but I feel like this era of Mary Kate venturing off into her, her own, like, her own acting in this time she mm-hmm. does like she has this weird like acting style mm-hmm. like this it's just like she's just I can't even pinpoint the, the like 
the like trope she's doing. It's like yeah. woman in a, who lives in an attic who's like very ethereal and like has a very deep drawn out voice. Like I mm-hmm. can't even do it, but it's so she she's like that in um weeds. It's funny because it's, like, it's even worse in weeds. acting. It's yeah, it's worse in weeds. And she's supposed to be like a normal person. Yeah, like in this, she's a literal witch, and it's like not as bad as it is yeah. in weeds, where she's just like a, a a pothead teenager. Right. And I hated that she was supposed to be like a high school student in this. She looks like she would just be a witch, like an adult witch. She does not look like she would be in high school at all. It honestly feels like somebody, it took somebody like maybe 15 or 20 minutes to come up with the concept of this movie. And the whole thing <laughs> just revolves around like, let's make Beauty and the Beast somehow. And it was, oh. it's based off of a book. It's based off a, a 2007 novel called Beastly, which is just the modern day Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and. Uh, I, I want to add that I agree with you that I think that she's completely underused, underserved. She's barely in this movie. She's the most interesting thing about it by far. And they barely use her. And I don't know. It's like they just, they were like, let's give her like witchy vibes because that's right. her thing. And like, it's just an excuse to give her witchy vibes. Like there's no, you can just tell that there wasn't really a whole lot of thought put into anything really no though this movie is just I can't even I was also super high when I was watching it last night mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like I couldn't believe that <laughs> this movie exists and that of all people to be in it is Mary Kate Olsen right I like know. as the witch I was like Mary Kate is so iconic I mean, just the fact that they had, they were able to hire Mary Kate in this movie and then nothing ever really came of it. Like there was no, like, I can't, like, like they didn't, there was no like big, oh, this is the big Mary Kate movie, you know? Yeah. Like her big solo film. Yeah. It was just like, she's just in it. She's just in it. And there's, I don't know. I, I, it was really underwhelming her her like parts in the movie but the outfits that she wore were just like Mary Kate streetwear and Met Gala looks on steroids you know so i wrote in my notes that like i felt like you could tell that the costume designer of the movie was like trying to give Mary Kate this like you know this like fashion witch aesthetic but the funny thing is that the clothes don't work. And it's like, the irony is that her everyday Mary-Kate looks are more fashion and more witchy than what they gave her in this movie, to me. Like, if they had let her just costume design and be like, well, you know a shit ton about fashion and like, you do have sort of like an ethereal witchy vibe. We should just let you do it. Like- there's a moment where she's wearing this like black bob wig. Yeah. And like as she's walking, the wig is so shitty and so cheap <laughs> that as she's she walking, walks. you can see underneath it. No, I I hated the way she was walking in that scene. Like her hips were like totally leading her. It was definitely right. a choice. But it was <laughs> yeah. just like she's just like leaned back the whole way. <laughs> 
And <laughs> I don't even remember what scene that was. That wasn't the like carnival scene because she was wearing that. She was wearing a really cool white, like crimped wig. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. She was yeah. just there in there for a second. Yeah, that was cool. She does have some cool moments. That the one um, with the wig is particularly bad. I do also, <laughs> <laughs> there's another one where she's wearing like, this is like where leggings are still really edgy. Right. You know, yes. like leggings are having their moment and she's wearing these like, I mean, now they look like they're from like Forever 21 and like the discount bin. <laughs> You know, if you buy a pair of fucking ballerina flats, you get them free or whatever. Like lace stop at the ankle leggings with these platform sandals. And oh it's my God. just so dated. Like it's right. so trendy and dated. It looks so bad. I think that Mary, the way Mary Kate dresses now, she would have been a more convincing witch than totally. the like. And I wanted more backstory about this witch. Yeah, like, she's like why she's a witch. Like, why she's a witch. Why she's, like, going to high school. Like, why do you go to high school if you're, like, <laughs> a legit witch? And then, also, she, she was wronged by this Kyle character in the past. But we don't know, like, we don't know why or how she was wronged by him. She's like giving him a second chance and you're just like, wait. Yeah, you're just sort of dropped into the story what in what seems like the middle of it, to be honest. And yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't know why she, like they just call her the witch. And by the way, everybody knows that she's a practicing witch and is like extremely powerful and like capable of insane things but they just it's like fine like your reality is supposed <laughs> to be suspended for this movie and so much that it's like oh just immediately yeah like oh, oh it's they're just like oh the witch is here hey witchy woman and they all know that she's like a practicing witch and she can cast spells and it's just normal right and then just the way that kyle this the lead character in this movie i i don't understand his role as like a a student class president like this great like there's this like idea that he's supposed to be good for the environment that was right. so confusing to me and I don't know if it's just because I was super stoned watching this but I was just like wait what is this guy and of course there's Vanessa Hutchinson in the corner just this meek little shy girl on scholarship and she I don't, I don't like that she is immediately into this asshole. Okay. His, first of all, at the beginning of the movie, I thought he was the CEO of like a, <laughs> a major conglomerate. I mean, <laughs> that high school, <laughs> like what world is that a high school? He's literally doing a town hall on like <laughs> CNN that's being streamed to, to like Times Square for his high school speech. I was like, oh, he's in high school? I yeah. thought he was like, like, I, I thought it was like Elon Musk. I was like, what is, <laughs> what what is going high, on? What high school? Like, this is supposed to take place in New York. There's right. absolutely nothing about this movie that looks like New York at all. No, not at like, all. Like, you're just like, okay, this is New York, I guess. But even this school, it looks like, a, yeah, some sort of like Nike headquarters. 
They couldn't yeah. even like try to make it seem like just a rich kid school or a private school. It's all futuristic. His his face is just like on these screens, like you see in the mall, all over the school. And then no, and you're right. Like so. First of all, everybody in this movie, aside from Mary Kate being like a, a witch, like they're all like these extreme sort of like cliches. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa Hudgens is just so like dimple faced and like, oh. you know, she's such like a romantic <laughs> comedy girl, just twirling right. her hair. And she's like, straight out of high school musical, literally. Literally. Her <laughs> acting is horrendous. <laughs> so bad hellacious I I could not understand (laughs) why she was being paid a lot of money to be in this movie it was just like they plucked out a girl from a high school play and was like do you want to be in a movie because she was just so bad it was so bad and I thought Kyle was also bad but she was way worse she was way worse. She was like almost like an SNL parody. Right. Of like adorkable. Cause this is also very like adorkable era. Like, oh, like adorkable. Zoe Deschanel. Remember adorkable? Yes. I have never heard that term before, but I am obsessed with it now and I'm going to be it. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) there was like a I don't remember exactly the year but around the time that like new girl came out Mm -hmm. yeah Zoe Deschanel really coined she really gave like a like a name and a term and a face to what it means to be like the adorable girl who just like you know has dimples and is like I mean Vanessa Hudgens is like so over the top in this movie she's so over the top and I agree with you he's bad but she is abysmal i mean it's she is bottom so of the bad ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it is honestly so, anybody watching this movie i mean you just have if you think that she deserved any awards which she was nominated for she was vanessa hutchinson was nominated in the 2011 teen choice award it was the, like her and Kyle were nominated for the best kiss movie lip lock. I've said this a million times on my podcast that just proves that like (laughs) teen choice awards and awards like that are just, they're chosen and like they're picked for like what, you know, director needs this actress to have a moment for the movie to come out. And you know, that summer or whatever, it's all because, and this is like, they, their chemistry in this movie is like literally laughable. It's like it's funny. so weird. I mean, it just doesn't make sense that she would even be interested in him in the first place. And I just would think it would just be way more interesting if she didn't like him at first and then started liking him when he was like a beast. Right. That would make a way yes. more interesting storyline. Instead, she's like, I think he's just, he just tells it like it is. He just, he's truthful. I mean, what? In what yeah, world is this right. like scholarship girl who's the treasurer into this big asshole? She liked him mean. She and then liked she him liked mean. him ugly. And then she liked him mean again. <laughs> I just don't understand. I was like, where's the, where's the arc here? She has no arc at all. None. 
None. None. Zero. One of my favorite scenes with her in this movie when she's really playing up her adorableness. She's like, first of all, the scene, it's like, it's the one where she like violently deletes, um, or he violently deletes his MySpace page. Oh my and God. That cab for cutie starts playing. And I oh. literally, I'm not kidding. I like <laughs> levitated off the ground. I was suddenly beastly. I was like. <laughs> I also like, didn't understand why he was just immediately into her. Yeah. Like that. Like this dork, these, this like weird girl. He's just like, he takes a photo with her and he's just immediately into her. It just doesn't make sense. Or I guess it like makes sense, I guess, but it's just so boring. Well, it's almost like, cause it's like, she was just like the only girl he could think of that was nice. Right. He was like, Oh, she was like nice that one time. (laughs) Like Dakota Johnson is in this and she plays his girlfriend Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Yes, yes. That was Dakota Johnson. I just like made it a point to write that down because I was like, I got to remember that that was Dakota Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) But no, there's like a there's a part where she's like, she's like running. First of all, she's like walking through the streets and like whistling and giggling to herself. And um, he just deleted his MySpace, which was a huge deal for him. And Death Cab is playing. And she like, (laughs) she like, he follows her through the city. Oh my God. I couldn't handle that. I was losing she my mind. was doing all of, it was like, giggle and twirl your hair. Check. Blow bubbles with your bubble gum. <laughs> like eating, all of the like Eating candy out of the box. Just like, she's like listening to music on her headphones. It's just, and he's like just stalking her. Yeah, she's got, like, a box of, like, bonbons, and she's, like, biting, <laughs> like, nibbling off little pieces and acting like they were big chunks. And yeah. then there's, like, a part where she she's, like, listening to her music, and randomly she's, like, uh, oh, God, uh, like, forgets that she's in public, I guess. And then I she's couldn't like, oh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was so horrible that was so horrendous i just couldn't believe that that was a part in a feature film she gets with like, a paid oh, actress it's like a random like christina aguilera riff she's like no. <laughs> and then she nobody would ever do that she's like oh my gosh oops i'm wearing my pink headphones oops oh. <laughs> i loved the part where she's staring out the window She's just like oh, yeah. staring out the window, reading or something. And you, the way that it's shot makes it seem like he's very close to that window and she's looking at him. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, I have no idea where this guy even is. Like, like, where is he in the space in the city? Because I think he's supposed to be far away. That was really, really confusing to me. He's just escaping from his his like what is even is it his apartment away from the city where he's kept up and just sneaking out every night and finding her how does he number one know where she lives speaking of him being held up in his apartment I have to ask you a question I I, because I may have either missed something or the movie is just like that bad (laughs) so I was confused about so when Mary Kate um did the spell and then he changed his face changes like Everybody just knows that a witch casts a spell on him and they're all just like, oh, God damn it. No, damn it okay. for you. Like, I don't understand. So, okay, so this is 
what I'm gathering what happened. So, I mean, I guess for the listeners who have not watched this abysmal movie, um, there is a big school dance that is like a rave, essentially. And Kyle fake invites Kendra the witch, Mary Kate, and to the dance. And he's like, just kidding. And she doesn't have a ticket. So then she's forced to cast this spell on him. He turns into a beast. He just immediately goes home to his dad and he shows his dad his face and he tells his dad what happened. And his dad is just so embarrassed by him that he takes him to this apartment to keep him locked up. And he's like, I'm going to live here with you. But instead the dad just never comes back and he like hires the blind teacher and the like maid to live there in the house. And so nobody really knows about him. They all think he's in rehab. But the, did the dad know that there was a spell? Yeah. The dad, he like, I think he explains this spell thing to the dad and his dad is just like, okay. Like, that was very confusing to me that the dad was just like, all right, so a witch casted a spell on you. Now you have metal prongs growing out of your nose. Um, and like blisters and like weird cuts that are like perpetually almost to the point of bleeding. No, he's fully like gashed open all over the place. He's like open wounds. And the dad's just like, all right, we're going to move you to West New York now. We're going to move you to Jersey. And it is just, yeah. I mean, he takes him to a, plastic surgeon in the middle of the night yeah and the plastic surgeon is like i can't do anything about this and he's so mad he's like we're gonna find you the best plastic surgeon we'll find somebody to fix your face you know the surgeon's like your insides look perfect okay (laughs) (laughs) and he's like can i get a doesn't he say something like what about a face transplant or something He's like, yeah, can you take his face and take it off and put somebody else's on it? And he's like, dad! (laughs) I mean, it's just like another movie with this rich, like, brat kid with a terrible home life who lives with his rich-ass dad who's, like, an absent father. Mm -hmm. Very cliche. I was like, okay, here we go again. I've seen this so many times. Yeah, and they're all just, like, shockingly chill with what has happened to him like none of them right sort of like adjustment period to it (laughs) like even the um like his nanny or whatever yeah yes like she (laughs) i loved her she he except he was so mean to her at first and she just kind of took it and then she didn't she didn't like bask in it when he became this hideous monster she was just like still trying to help him well because she's like i mean i thought that was hilarious too that all like she when he was trying to find out how to be like a better person, she was like, she's like, be the man I know you can be. And it's like, <laughs> man, he's been mean to you. Always. Right. She's like, I know. He's literally racist. And he told you that he, he told you that you had 12 kids that you don't love. And she was like, <laughs> only three. And you know that. <laughs> she's, uh, supposed to, she's supposed to be Jamaican, but I was always convinced throughout this movie. I was like, you can't tell me that that is not an Irish accent. Like a very like. It is. I mean, it goes from Scottish to Irish. It's like, yeah, like, Scottish, Irish, <laughs> Jamaican adjacent. Yeah. I mean, it's just Sometimes all it's like place. full Creole. She's like, <laughs> <gonna buy> you. <laughs> but 
I did love her. And then I absolutely died when blind Neil Patrick Harris popped up. Oh, I was just like, I cannot believe red sunglasses and all. Have you ever seen a person act worse blindly? Like, no, blind acting is insane. He's looking the guy in the eyes the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, it's so bad. He's even, I, I don't know why they had him like throwing darts. Oh yeah, because he's so wise. Like he's so wise beyond his blindness. His blindness has made him this like this amazingly all-knowing, uh, um, this like wizard. I mean, right. literally, like him and the in the the housekeeper, they're like a wizard and a witch, basically. His good right. and, his good witches. Yeah, I mean, it's just like Beauty and the Beast, I guess. Right? He's like the candlestick and the tea, the candlestick, and the teapot. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. I mean, it's just how more cliche can you get? <laughs> I know. Like, I'm not really a, I'm not a Neil Patrick Harris person, just generally. Like, I, he does not do anything for me. <laughs> um, and I was like, wow, like, this, I know that he's not really a, a terrible actor, but it's funny, like, a bad movie can take a good actor and make them bad. Right. I mean, you know? yeah, he's fine. He's a fine actor. Mm-hmm. I've I have no real qualms with him. I wouldn't say that I'm a fan, but th- him in this movie is just so strange. It's so weird and so it's like so out strange. of place. And it's just this this movie is just pure chaos because it's just like the Beauty and the Beast. Kendra's like you, ha- Mary Kate is like you have a year for somebody to say that they love you. Yeah. Until the the like fifth flower the fifth rose is on like appears on your tattooed arm. <laughs> yeah, his tattoos are like forever like moving and like linking and shit and I mean, he just, how like, cool. doesn't care. Honestly, I think it would be pretty dope to look like that for your whole life. His tattoos were really cool. Yeah. I mean, even the the weird like silver prongs coming out of his yeah like gel pen I was pretty into it yeah the only I mean the only part of his face that was disturbing was the open gashes and the uh, the blisters (laughs) the blisters the like bubbling boils on his mouth they're like moving (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but he's just like immediately knows that he wants to get Lindy the the treasurer to be his woman yeah, I don't, it's like no question at all. It's that one girl from high school who was nice once. Yes. And, and at the she, Halloween, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say that she's like, she, because she's a sweet, you know, she's a, a Disney princess, basically. She sees no problems with his face. She never once asks him what the fuck is wrong with him. It's like, why is there metal in your nose? Why are there open wounds? No. Like, nothing. She's just like, you're beautiful to me. I mean, how, what a boring fucking choice, right? right. Just like, unbelievably boring. She even calls him, I wrote this down, because I was, I think, yeah, Sheik said that he was a shot of life. Like She what? said that at the Halloween party. What does that even fucking mean? And she's just like looking off into the distance. And then he, oh, this part killed me. This part killed me. Then she, 
she drops her sunglasses, her like hippie sunglasses, and then he picks them up and oh, like yeah. wears them. Yes. I just, and then a montage ensues, I guess. And it was just like, what is this pure chaos? It kind of gave me Gossip Girl vibes. Like, if you know what I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> I can see. I know. I get what you mean. Like the way that it's shot and like like the way that it's shot and just like the, these like extreme like tropes of people. Yeah. It was just very strange when he picked up her glasses and wore them. And then whatever song played, I just wrote the song playing exclamation point. (laughs) I just like couldn't even handle it. I know. And I love that she like, the greatest thing about this movie really at the end of the day is that she apparently just, she can't fathom that it's him. Like she just, she has no idea that it's this guy, even though he sounds exactly the same and it looks exactly like him, except with a bunch of cuts on his face. It literally looks like him. And she's like, has no idea. And then she doesn't even mind that he's been lying about it. She's like, right it takes her no time to get over the fact that he's been pretending to be somebody else for however long they've known each other. And can we also just like the fact that, I mean, just rewind a little bit and he finds her, he's stalking her essentially. And then he finds out that her dad is this drug addict. Right. Randomly. And then he's, I don't, I want to know how many nights in a row he's going out of his apartment and stalking her because then finally she's like goes up to the apartment and she's like dad dad and she can't find him and he's in this confrontation with this drug dealer just like around the corner she just knows exactly where he is oh yeah i know so strange to me i was like (laughs) okay all of a sudden her dad is a drug addict okay Okay, now there's this huge confrontation. It just happens so quickly. I would and like, of, yeah, I would that, have that liked to know that, that her so dad awesome. is a drug. <laughs> I, I would have liked to know that her dad was a drug addict in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and not just randomly for two seconds, and then it's like just uses this plot device to get her in his home, and right. she's completely, even though she's like. I guess in quotes, sad about it. She's still sort of she's pretty chill with her being like a chess piece in this like drug cartel moment for him <laughs> where she's like, God damn it, dad, I have to go stay in a mansion and like <laughs> I have to be held captive in a stranger's attic in his mansion because of your drug issues. God damn it, daddy. <laughs> oh, just go. You know, Cause like <laughs> Kyle beats up the drug addicts or like, or not one of the drug, like one of the drug dealers, Kylie yeah. beats one of them up. And then Lindy, Vanessa Hutchins, she falls and hits her head and he has to go rescue her. And then he hears gunshots and Lindy's dad has shot one of the drug dealers. And he's like, his, he's like, my brother, you're like your daughter for my brother. And then he runs away. And he's like, you can't do this. You can't do this. Why? The the person who plays her dad (laughs) is somehow worse than her. He's giving you 
uh, Roma, Roma, Roma. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, I was like, how is he not in that movie instead of this one? Right. Why is, <laughs> why is Lindy's dad not in, yeah, one uh, in Rome? Yes. He's just like, I don't know where he's supposed to be from. I know. He, he has no fatherly. Oh my God. Like connection. He feels, it seems like he's just like this guy. Don't you love too when she's like, when they're having their moment and she's like, oh, hold on a second. Hello. <gasps> Are you kidding? What hospital? <laughs> I have to go. My dad. <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> so, oh. That was so horrible. <laughs> he like, hello, my dad Odeed. I have to go. <laughs> and then he takes her in this limo. Oh my God. Like, that was he's like, go, go. And she's like, I have to. I can't, but I have to. She's, I just, and I love when Kyle is catching this plan, right? To, to keep Lindy captive, he starts writing her all these letters and the way he oh, narrates yeah. them, he's like, I've been thinking of letters lately. <laughs> the long kind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, what? So he's just writing her all these letters. Oh, and then he also doesn't know anything about her. So he's been giving her like purses and random shit all the time. And she hates it because she's so above that. Because you have to show her who you really are, who I know you are. <laughs> Do, he, and he calls it his the thinking things. Hey, yeah. I need another thinking thing. Yeah. He's like, hey, I need you to manipulate the situation so <laughs> she likes me more, make me look smart, <laughs> <laughs> make me seem like I like her. Yeah. He like builds this greenhouse out of like glass doors what was that i mean it looked really oh my cool God. but that is not a greenhouse <laughs> she's like so always had a green thumb <laughs> <laughs> it's just so just why 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 is this movie even a thing? because it just does not have any through line it's just I can't even handle this movie at all. It's great too when he sees Mary Kate again after like he has been working on himself or whatever. And yes. he's like, he's like, well, I have a, a black housekeeper who wants her kids and I want her to have her kids. And then I know this blind guy and I want him to not be blind. And Mary Kate's like, Sal, you <laughs> are growing. <laughs> You're changing. It's like, okay. Like, and also, by the way, girl, are you not keeping track? I know. I wanted her to be popping up way more often. How like many other just, boys has she cast spells on? He just keeps showing up at all her favorite hot spots in New York City. And she's like, just around. Like, in that scene, she was coming out of a, <laughs> of a, like a factory door. Right. I think she's supposed to, like, live there. <laughs> so, like, is that her are- apartment? <laughs> That He's like, I'm just... a blind guy, and I want him to not be blind anymore. She's I like, have ah. a, I know a, a Jamaican woman, and I want her to be able to see her kids. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, they see, deserve I am it. changing. They I deserve it. And she's like, well, you know, get somebody to say I love you, and then I'll help them. And then she just you walks can't away. speed up magic. <laughs> you can't reverse magic. <laughs> like. 
What? I was just, yeah, I wanted way more of the witch. Like, why is she not lurking in the shadows more? Why isn't she popping up in the greenhouse? That was the, the, I mean, she should have been the movie. Like, she is by far the most interesting thing in the movie without any question. And she should have been in it way more. Yes. she. Oh, and I I do want to say, just because I'm I'm looking at my notes now, and... I, I couldn't bear to leave this quote unsaid. Um, when Lindy's dad shoots the drug dealer and Kyle is like, I want to take Lindy and keep her safe. I want her to live with me. And the dad is like, it's just too twisted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Kyle says, so is killing a man. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry, but what? Just I love when he says that. It's just too twisted. <laughs> it's just too twisted. I, oh my god! Just like how many takes did it take to get the lines to be said like that in this movie? I and it sounds like a lot of it is like um is like post production sound like they yes. just didn't get any again just like when in Rome like there's no like real audio it's all them doing it in post like when she uh at the end when she's I guess she's like running back to jump in his arms and that scene in itself is fucking insane because she <laughs> sees him she talks to <laughs> she him hears has him a full-blown conversation with him and then she he walks out yeah, and then she he walks out of the the whatever, and his face has changed, but he's head to toe in the exact same outfit and has the same voice as two minutes ago. What, what is his name? Kyle. Kyle. Yes. Is it Kyle? Kyle. 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 No, Hunter. It's Hunter. Hunter. When he's the beast, when he's the beast, his name is Hunter because she could he couldn't like. Oh yeah. He couldn't know. Like she. Hunter, couldn't know where her. are you? And Hunter. then she pulls out her like uh her like Samsung juke or whatever and calls him. <laughs> and, he, and his phone is clearly ringing and she's looking all over the she's like looking <laughs> up at the sky and looking at the ground. Oh my god. Where is it coming from? Where's Hunter? <laughs> I'll never know. I, can we just touch on briefly um the scene where they're reading the poem? Oh my god. God. <laughs> in the greenhouse <laughs> and just the seasons start changing and I don't understand if that's supposed to signify like time passing or what like all of a sudden the flowers are dead and it's just it doesn't make any sense like why is that ha- why why it why are they in there alone when they're supposed to be doing school how long was it again that he had to he had a year, a year. Okay, because yeah, the way that time was moving in this in this whole movie, to be honest, was like, like in moments where I thought maybe like a night had gone by, it would have been like a whole season. Right, especially when he's creeping on Lindy in the dark. How many days was that? It's so yeah. unclear. It's so weird. And then his dad just disappears until the last moment for like a gag. Yeah, and I just love that he's like... Kyle slash Hunter calls his dad and leaves a, a message and he's like, let's just stop pretending. Yeah. Don't come back or something. Yeah. He's just like, cause he keeps rescheduling seeing him. 
It's like, I know that you don't care. Just stop pretending that you're going to come. And then we never see him again. Yeah, we just see Mary Kate stomping in her platform gladiator <laughs> heels. God, oh God! It's oh, like with her click, click, like the the like sound effects of of like oh my heels God. of yeah. sexy heels. Oh God, I that was just too. It was too much for me. It was honestly too much. And I will. I'm not gonna lie that the Zeus the Zeus theme. Oh my God, I can't talk. The zoo scene when Hunter slash Kyle says to Lindy, I think I love you. I got chills. It was I'm not good. afraid to admit it. That I'm was not a afraid good scene. to admit it. I was, I mean, it was so corny and, and maybe I'm just so starved for affection and love right now. But I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. I was just like, the chills and then when he's when she wait okay so he puts her on a bus to go to the hospital and she's oh, yeah. he, like gave her this letter and he's like chasing after the bus don't read it don't read the letter don't read it and so it's she like calls an him a good scroll. friend it's like literally <laughs> 37 feet long like I, she like unwinds his like scroll letter it looked like just a pile of documents that he sent her Right. I mean, he just wrote, what did he like write her a letter every day? I think he I, did. It seems, it seems like there's just like multiple letters. I mean, honestly, that that's pretty intense. That's an intense thing to do. And again, to be fair, I will reiterate, I liked, I was like pretty into this movie up until, up until it got weird. Like I thought the first part of it was really good. It For me, it just got weird when she had to go be captive in his house. That's where right. it seems like things took a turn. Like it could have been a, a decent movie. Like right. up to that a, a point, modern, thinking, modern day Beauty and the Beast. That could be very interesting. Yeah. Up to that point, I was like, well, this isn't good, but like I could watch this. Like I, I could watch this and I could see myself being younger and like really enjoying it when it came out. But then things took a weird turn and I was like okay I don't even know what the fuck's going on anymore like right. it, it just, it just lost becomes me. so strange I I yeah it was just so strange and I definitely have seen this movie before I watched it I probably watched it actually like 2012 or 2013 and I don't remember anything like it is the most un like the most forgettable movie because I am pretty sure I watched it like on demand pretty soon after it came out forgettable it's extremely forgettable because there's just so much happening like why did she have to be captive in his house it was so much more interesting in beauty and the beast when she is there more willingly and how sad is it that this was mary kate's last acting gig like i know that makes me really sad like this was her last movie Ugh, that is honestly tragic she deserves better. Like she deserves a better send off. I just yes. I can't believe. Maybe this movie was was like because I remember it being really really poorly received. Maybe that had a yeah. lot to do with why she decided to be done. Yeah, I mean maybe I I don't know, but it's it's even if it was poorly received, it's not like she was the worst part of this movie. She's arguably the best part. Did you know that Lindsay Lohan was supposed to be her? character no 
(laughs) (laughs) What? I think it was written for Lindsay. Like it was shut up. I did very brief research on Wikipedia before we recorded. Yeah, that was supposed to be Lindsay. And then at the last minute, she turned it down. So then Mary Kate took it. Oh my God. I mean, just like (laughs) this movie is just so bad. It's insane. It's, it's insane. insane. And it's not even bad in like a fun way. I mean, I like bad movies that are like fun. This is bad in a way that's like, ugh, like when will this be done? Like it just sort of starts dragging and like right. it's hitting all of these romantic comedy cliches that feel super unnecessary for this movie because it's a it's supposed to be like this dark, twisted fantasy but it's really right. just a fucking rom-com with a guy that has bolts on his face. Yeah, just like crazy gashes all over. And I just don't see why Lindy is supposed to like him. There's nothing appealing. Like he doesn't woo her in this way that you're like, oh yeah, he is a is an interesting and nice guy. He's just creepy right. and weird. No, yeah, he's just weird and mean and... Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Like, there's no, even when he is, like, the beast, he's not, like, he doesn't know how to be interesting or, like, genuine. Like, he's, like, void of all personality. And it's just, like, it just feels like he's trying to be nice because he wants the spell broken. Exactly. That's exactly, yeah, he's only being nice because he wants to be pretty again. Right. I just love that Lindy has like this school trip to Machu Picchu that she's oh. raving about that she can't wait to go on. Now boarding all students from Machu Picchu. <laughs> the bus to Machu Picchu. <laughs> Last call for students when you're of Machu all Picchu. Place, of all places, Machu Picchu. Kiss your lovers <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> okay, something very interesting about this that actually just really fits with the... Um, with the movie and with the aesthetic of just the movie in general is that the the um the release date was oh moved it was moved because it was going to be um like in competition with Charlie St. Cloud which oh. starred Zac Efron and they were worried that the release dates being so close together would cause a real dilemma to fans of Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens' relationship. God, that is the most 2011, (laughs) 2010 thing I've ever heard. So insane. They straight up moved the release date from July 30th because it was going to be the same release date as Charlie St. Cloud with Zac Efron, but they moved it to March 18th to avoid... Um, the the dilemma between the fans. That must be so annoying when you're like, um, when you're somebody like a Vanessa or Zach or like a uh, Kristen and Rob, where like your career is like so intertwined with this other person that you have to like adjust things to make sure it all is like the most money making for these studios because you mm-hmm. dated some guy when you were fucking fifteen. Oh my god! Yeah, were they dating during this time, Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens? 
I think this would have been considered when they were like on and off because remember they would like break uh-huh. up and get back together all the time. Yeah, God, I I barely remember. I wasn't really keeping up with with them as a couple during this yeah. time. They basically did like the PR thing because that relationship was yeah. com- like complete bullshit. But they did the thing where it's like, right, we need to date right now because I have a movie coming out or like <laughs> I'm, I'm releasing a song or whatever. And then they would like stop fake dating and then start fake dating again for like another release. Right. Yes. God, yeah. What has she been doing lately? Oh, she was in the like that, that terrible. Oh, the princess switch. Oh, yeah. And she was a, isn't she like a Broadway baby now or something? She like sings or something? (laughs) I don't know. I honestly barely keep up with Vanessa Hudgens. Me too. She's not my competition. She's not very, she's pretty boring. She's boring and she's cringy. She's, you know what I do like about her though? (laughs) The one thing I will say is she's fun to read um, just like, gossipy stuff about and she's really fun she's got some really good like for anybody listening who's into like blind items Vanessa Hudgen has has some really good old school blind items where you're just like wow like she's uh she's an interesting one how she got cast in this film is beyond me it makes absolutely no sense to me at all she's so Career is honestly, honestly a mystery to me. I find it so confusing. I got so dragged when (laughs) I did an episode about her because she has like some pretty loyal fans, like people who have been (laughs) following her since the high school musical days. And Uh I alluded in my episode to her not having a career currently. (laughs) And when I tell you the, I don't know what the fuck they're called, the Hudgenites or whatever, when they they came (laughs) from my throat. They're like, excuse me, Vanessa Hudgens appeared on the NBC, like, well, okay, she did do the NBC version of whatever, what was it, um, Grease, and yes. her big, like, this, like, decade claim to fame is that she did a really, really good job during Grease Live, and she performed the night that her dad died. Oh, it was, she was, it was Rent Live. Rent, yes. She was Maureen in Rent Live. Yeah, and she her dad died like the hour before she had to. Okay, do it. that's really sad. Yeah, and she killed it, and I think that's amazing. But the amount of DMs I got of people telling me that, like, I was like, I'll never discuss her again on my podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am happy to discuss her on mine because yeah, I, I, mean, I, can I over here. cannot believe that she is in. I can't believe she had a career after this movie. I know. It's insane. Every time she does some, she's just one of those actresses where it's like, I guess maybe because she was introduced to us through a teen, like Disney thing. It's like, whenever she does something bad, it's just like, oh, well, Vanessa Hudgens does bad stuff. It's just who she is. It's just yeah. an accepted fact that Vanessa Hudgens does bad work. Yeah, she's not a good actor and she does bad movies, but that's <laughs> Hudgens. <laughs> That's part of her charm. What about her Coachella outfits? <laughs> oh my god! I just I always mix her up with like Demi Lovato in my head. Demi is like the I, they're pretty similar. They I think look they just yeah. look alike. They do, they do look alike. They and they have like um, Demi is like to me 
she's like what all of the girls in a lot of ways probably wish they could be because she's so like open and honest about her like issues and addiction problems Mm -hmm. and stuff and Vanessa has had so many issues in the past with like addiction and just things and she's just one of those girls that it just either doesn't get talked about or doesn't get covered or she just is so good at hiding stuff yeah Ugh. Oh, I, I wish I knew more about her. I honestly just, I don't want to see a single other mm-hmm. thing that she's in after watching her in this because it was so you are, atrocious. You are missing absolutely <laughs> nothing. There's Although no I, According to IMDb, the princess switch like part two is in post-production. So oh, we have a, hopefully fingers crossed another Vanessa Hutchins film for the holidays. Jesus Lord. I mean, that, and by the way, that makes sense to me that that's where she. Yeah. I feel like she belongs in like Hallmark holiday, Netflix holiday films. Yes. Agreed. That's where she needs to be. Just all like. She just needs to stay there. And I don't even know what that, the other guy, Kyle slash Hunter. I don't know what he's up to now. I haven't seen him in anything. I thought he was in, um. He's in, he didn't get along with somebody in a movie. He he didn't get along with Joe Magliano in a movie. I think he's in Magic Mike. He is in Magic Mike. You're right. Okay. Yeah. And I never I saw he, that. Oh, well, that's your homework for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Mike is amazing. You okay. He's it. actually done a lot of things. I've just never seen him do anything yeah, before. Yeah, he, he looks like every other yeah like he's there's nothing interesting about him at all no there isn't or distinctive I guess there's nothing distinctive about him yeah uh he was just so like not great in this yeah he's just very sort of basic cliche chiseled jaw guy Mm -hmm. like you know I did love his dad I thought his dad was hilarious because he was just the most the biggest trope of an absent rich father. Ever. I know. He's like, son, I, I don't love you, son. <laughs> I, have to go to the, I have to go to the office, new clients. <laughs> well, he's an, a news anchor. I would have rather him been a lawyer or something, but he was a news anchor. Oh, yeah. Because when, remember when like, the what? moment where he pauses him on the news and the, underneath it says, like, terrorists, like, explode building in, like, Zimbabwe, like, some just <laughs> ridiculous... <laughs> New story. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then you don't really. Oh, you don't. Yeah. You don't really know what happens after, except all those photos of them when he's no- normal now. And they're like in Machu oh. Picchu. They're like backpacking they're and like, like fucking backpack- rock climbing. Oh God. It's just, it doesn't, it's just such a boring choice that. They were always into each other. I think I read on IMDb he was supposed to die. Really? Yeah, he's supposed to get, like, shot or something, and then he dies, like, in her arms. Like, when she finds out who he is, she... That's the movie I want. Yeah, that's what we needed. That's what I want. I guess it's just loosely based on the the novel beastly which came out in 2007 which it just feels like a very 2007 film yeah it does i mean it's like the amount of 
MySpace worked. And they don't really use cell phones at all. Like they just no. pull For out it the to be 2011, once. I mean, 2011, there were like Android type phones. Yeah. Yeah. No, she literally has like a Motorola chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Motorola chocolate. <laughs> Holy hell. Right? I'm just like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this this movie, it, it didn't do well. It it didn't do well. It doesn't do well for me. Mary-Kate is the best part of this movie. And Neil Patrick Harris's red sunglasses. Oh, my God. And at the I'm end, like- when they, like, get their, he, like, gets his sight. And she, like, randomly has visas for her children. Oh, my God. God, she's like, it must be a miracle. <laughs> like, and he's like, I can see. I can't believe it. I can see. I just can't believe it. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, it is very, the ending is similar to Beauty and the Beast, I guess. Like, you think that there wasn't enough time, but yeah. apparently it's, it's when the ro- the fifth rose blooms on his arm plus three minutes or whatever. <laughs> like yeah. there's some there's some leeway. I wanted Mary Kate to come out and be like, "Yeah, I gave you a little bit more time," or something. So you have chance. I knew you'd do it. Like I wanted. I there was Mary Kate was not at the end, was she? Only her feet. Oh my, her feet! I didn't even notice that. Only her feet. Uh, oh my god they really make it a point to show those heels i mean they must have been at the moment like really expensive because they zoom <laughs> in on those fucking shoes those gladi i can't say it enough gladiator <laughs> platforms they're like bad girls club shoes yes with her like feet like her toes like hanging over the edge oh oh my god and she's in like honestly a- i can't believe that she allowed for that She's wearing like Charlotte Russe leggings with them. I wanted to <laughs> die. Charlotte Russe. <laughs> <laughs> oh They're my. so bad. Just the God. I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe Mary Kate was wasn't like. Okay, actually, fire your costume designer for me. I'm just gonna grab some stuff out of my wardrobe and I'll do it. I can't believe that they didn't let her like style herself in this movie. I cannot I believe know. that that's they probably cast what Mary did it Kate. for her. That's probably why she never acted again. She was like, well, if I can't be my own costume designer, then I don't want any part of this business. Well, especially in a fucking movie where she's wearing all oversized black clothes and was supposed to be a witch. Are you kidding? Why else have Mary Kate in the fucking movie? (laughs) What the fuck? Oh my God. What if, I wonder if she got paid more than anybody else in this movie. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I guess she would have, right, at the time. I mean, she was a big... I mean, the only reason anybody would have even watched this movie was for, number one, Mary-Kate, I think, and number two, Vanessa Hutchins, I guess. Well, it was definitely... The movie was definitely, um, like, marketed with Mary-Kate as, like, people... I remember it being a thing that people thought she was the lead. Right. I mean, the it, same thing with the, the other movie that she's in about weed. I can't even remember it. I don't know if I can think of it. She was in another movie. 
Oh my God, this is going to kill me. I have to search for it. It was on Netflix for a while, but she was in so much of the promo and she was in like half of a scene. The whackness. The whackness. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. In 2008. Yes. I forgot about this. Oh, my God. Yeah, she, um, I, because I, I specifically remember the previews of this movie. And I remember them showing her, like, I remember thinking that it was going to be like some, like, sort of like a thriller almost, where she's like battling this guy and she's an evil witch. And like, no, she's in it for two minutes. I know. And I was going to watch it uh, because it was on Netflix and I couldn't even get through the first 10 minutes. And then I Googled how many scenes is Mary Kate Olsen in the Wagness. And it was like, she's in one scene. They like, they did all of the things where she like, all of the things that you would immediately think of where you're like, let's make her a witch, but chic. It's almost like on Project Runway when they they're told to do something avant-garde and they just give it big shoulders. (laughs) you know like for her they were like let's give her a big ratted pompadour and uh black uh cloaks um mm, eyeliner dark uh like it's (laughs) so like oh god cliche so cliche i mean i i do like her hair i do like her makeup Oh yeah, it's cool. But it looks cool. It, it looks cool, but it's just so so cliche. I mean, that circus, her circus outfit with the crimped wig and the belt. I just couldn't. I just couldn't handle that. Yeah, it was. A, it was a lot. It was. It was just lot. too much to handle when she shows up at the dance. I mean, she has no chill in this. There, I wanted more subtlety. I think. Yeah, for sure. More just like I'm a girl at school who like exists amongst you guys. I'm not And like, I'm the witch. Yeah, and I just happen to be a witch. I'm not like I mean, she's literally like swaying her dress around school like Stevie Nicks. And I don't know why she like, didn't have a posse. She didn't have a sing like a, a single friend with her. No, she doesn't even talk to anybody else. No. Like at a certain point, I actually there were moments where I thought she didn't exist. Right. Like she's just imaginary. Yeah, at the beginning, I thought she was fake. Well, I do love the the little montage-esque scenes when he's becoming the beast and then when he's becoming himself. And it's like shakes everywhere and he's just like, Ugh, and he like, oh, yeah. it looks like he's going to vomit. I mean, that yeah. was just, that was definitely on brand for the movie. Like that worked for the movie because the movie is just so like ridiculous. There's so many montages in it. There are a lot of montages in this movie. It's like when they it, don't know how to do something, they're just like, let's tie this up with a montage. Yeah. I mean, it may as well have been a Mary Kane Ashley movie with all of the montages. Yeah. With like, like, I mean, it had pretty good music though. Yeah. I mean, Death Cab. It had, and real. it played a long clip of Death Cab. I was so happy. Oh, yeah, I was I definitely was getting really emotional at that point just because this movie reminds me so much of being in high school. Since mm-hmm. it's a movie I would have liked in high school. And I was like, oh my God, Death Cup for Cutie. And I'm getting emotional here. Why do I have chills when he says he thinks he he loves her? Ugh, it was it definitely fucks with your head in like some weird way. And maybe that's just because I'm an adult watching this and getting nostalgic 
for how bad of a movie this is. And it makes me just want to watch High School Musical. Yeah, it definitely, it does feel nostalgic. Even though I've never even seen it, it just feels like, it, it has, just feels like high school. Yeah, it, it's the, the type of movie that you would have liked in high school. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's who it's for. I mean, this yeah. movie's for seriously nobody else except for like somebody who reads YA novels about vampires and and witches. Oh, totally. It's for like the girl who like thinks that she's into darkness because she wears like fingerless gloves. Yes. <laughs> and she meows and stuff. Yeah. Like a witch, a witchy girl. It's like, for like that cast girl. Spells, cast spells in, in science class. Yes. Totally. I mean, <laughs> right. Who just like tells everybody she's a witch. I did. I mean, sidebar before I let you go, but there was a legit, I had a like, a legit classmate who was an actual witch this is true I went well for one thing in middle school my teacher was a Wiccan live I brought my tarot cards to school one day when I was like in eighth grade and I just like shoved them in my backpack and she took me aside she was like, excuse me, but you need to treat your tarot cards with more respect. If you're interested in witchcraft, let me know and I can teach you. And I was like in eighth grade and she was my science teacher. And then in high school, her kids went to my school and they were in the like drama club with me and they were low key witches. And then we went to their house for like a Christmas party and she had a legit like cauldron in her backyard. That's amazing. Isn't that insane? That's chic. <laughs> Super chic. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was just like a whole like witch coven thing in the backyard with like a cauldron. They were I not love- It was like a legit Wiccan family in the suburbs of Peoria, Arizona. Me and my friends always talk about how there's like... um there's like always like a witchy like every generation of young girls has like witchy content like mm-hmm. you know what I mean every like every girl has their witchy content whether it's like charmed or you know just all of the things like right now it's Sabrina and the girls all have they're all flocking to Sabrina like it's like the craft like the girls need right. middle school girls need like a witchy outlet they do they really do. I was definitely into witch stuff. I had a, a book of spells. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Were you even an American teenager if you didn't try and do spells like with <laughs> your friends, like <laughs> at like at recess? Be like, let's do spells <laughs> right. real quick. <laughs> yeah. No, you you were not an American te- teenager if you did not have a witch phase. Yeah, totally. If you weren't like trolling the aisles of hot topic. It like goes in tandem with your period. It's like the minute yeah. you start talking, you're like, I'm also a witch. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, blood comes out of me now. So yeah. I'm actually a witch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm calling to the guardians of the watchtowers of the East real quick. <laughs> Stupid. Yes. And that is what those girls are what this movie is for. Yeah, t- absolutely. And even they didn't see it. <laughs> And even they didn't give Vanessa any of their coin. No. Uh, Vanessa. Vanessa, Vanessa. So bad. 
in this. <laughs> my dad, well, he OD'd. Hello? What hospital? Oh, I have to go. My dad OD'd. <laughs> you wrote me that letter. Hunter, Hunter, you wrote me that letter. Now you won't call me back. Your Hunter? <laughs> oh, my God. That, that, this movie, Beastly, starring the one and only Mary-Kate Olsen. Well, thank you for, like, I mean, I've always wanted an excuse to watch this movie, so thanks for giving me one. Oh, I have wanted an excuse to rewatch it, this very forgettable film. Of course, I mean, what what better time than October of 2020 to watch, like, this bleak-ass, dark, witchy movie? Exactly. Now I know for sure that I'll never have to watch it again. I, <laughs> I know that I will never desire it again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but if you ever do, I mean, now you know where to find it. I know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, tell the listeners where they can find you. I'm sure that they already know. Well, my podcast is called Dunzo, D-U-N-Z-O, exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on iTunes and Stitcher and all of the things. And my name is Troy McEady. You can find me on the internet at Troy McEady, M-C-E-A-D-Y. And, uh, yeah. Yay! By the way, and also, if you don't, if you've never listened to my podcast, uh, you and I have some episodes together that are pretty fun. Then they are all Olsen-themed, so... MK-themed, my only, my one and only specialty, probably. (laughs) Also, though, I I do love Justin Bieber. That's my other... um, Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I am a true believer. Oh my god, I gotta bring you on for like some Bieber stuff. Oh my god, I love Justin Bieber. I was really upset that he released Crocs recently. And my friend, who I call her my Justin Bieber sister wife, because we both really love Justin Bieber, even though we're grown adults, she hated them. So she didn't tell me the moment that went on sale, like she usually does, because she like has her finger on the pulse. So she hated the Crocs and then they sold out and I never got my Crocs. This That's is so my, my anecdote about Justin Bieber, <laughs> my love for him. No, this is so divine because literally like earlier today, like all through my workday, I've been listening to, I like rediscovered Purpose. Oh, that album. so good. I love that album. And oh my God. I haven't listened to it probably since the year it came out. And I was like, oh my God. Wow. This is <gasps> wow. When that album came out, I seriously... I was going through a really hard time and I was obsessed with this guy as I always am. And I really fucked things up. And I thought a good way to remedy it would was to um, bake him banana bread and write a note that said, sorry.mp3 by Justin Bieber and then leave it at his front door. Cause that's a super Aww. normal thing to do. That's Luckily I, d- I didn't do that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's a normal thing to do. Sorry, dot MP3 by Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, well, I'm gonna, after my <laughs> is over, I'm gonna look up some like fun Justin stuff that I can yes. bring on. Oh my God. I would love to t- discuss J Biebs. Totally. Okay. Well, thanks again for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy that I, I got to like podcast with you again. I love doing it. I know. It's so fun. Okay. Bye.
I'm going to have this out tomorrow, by the way. So. Okay. Oh, Bye. fun. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> okay. 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 Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.